Welcome back to the Black and Fashion Podcast. Uh, this is episode number five. Can you believe we are five episodes in? I'm so excited. So episode five is called The Road to Entrepreneurship with Jesse Kristen. So we have a very special guest today. Jesse is here. Say hi, Jesse. Hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> All right. So we're going to jump right in. Jesse is a fashion designer, entrepreneur, self-taught, right? No, educated. 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 So I'll say a mix of both. A mix of yeah. both. Uh, she has her own line. Um, I think your website just got released recently. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. New collections is always exciting. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to jump right in. What inspired you to pursue a career in fashion design? Um, what type of clothing do you design, and what do you feel is like your brand like characteristics? Mm -hmm. So what inspired me to be a fashion designer? Actually... It kind of just came natural to me, as far as I can remember back to when I was like four years old. Um, I was always drawing, always designing stuff. But at the time, you know, when you're that young, you don't really know what you're doing. I didn't know it was called design. So um, I was just drawing things, and my parents really didn't have much money. So that was my way of like pretending like, ooh, when I get older, this is what I want to, this is what I want to look like. So I would draw like really dope suits and stuff like that. So it started when I was four. And then over time, I started doing like little projects at like a fabric land. I don't know if you're familiar with that. No, I've never land. heard of fabric land. Um, it's just a place where you learn how to do like little hobbies. So I started really? sewing there. And then a few years later, I went to Parsons. So nice. it was like a mixture of both. You know. Yeah, I got that same mixture of my grandmother taught me how to sew when I was six. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I could draw a little bit, but I used to have like legit like box figures and I like literally like I don't even think I drew their bodies like I only would draw like the clothes mm -hmm. and it literally was like just so square like, like straight yeah, like it was like a stick figure they were horrible, horrible yeah. <laughs> they were horrible but I knew how to like sew a little bit from mm -hmm. what she taught me and then when I went to school I was like oh shit they make it seem like I don't know how to sew at all because they Word. had so many like uh no that's incorrect yeah, that's wrong no yeah. that's not you're yeah. not gonna do it like that I'm like but my grandmother said so me <laughs> yeah yeah. It ain't like, no, 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 that's not it. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what type of clothing do you design? So I do made to order. So mm -hmm. everything is based out of New Jersey. I'm a New Jersey mod, uh, model, New Jersey designer. Go ahead. So, um, yeah, I do separates for women and also dresses. And if I could describe the Jessie Kristen girl, I would say she's definitely confident. Okay. She's bold. She's unique. She doesn't like to look the same. She doesn't want to be in a box. So everything that I make is, um, you know, from my hands, from love, you know, to my client. And so, yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I, I think your clothes are very, very bold and, like, confident. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> let, let me tell you how yeah. I met Jesse. <laughs> So I went to the Essence Street Festival and I was walking around like looking at all the vendors and what caught me was like all of your clothing and I was mm -hmm. looking and I seen it from across the room yeah. and I was like ooh let me go ahead and like I like skipped through a couple things got over there and I started looking I'm like I really really like Ow. this and I just go up and start talking to people I was like girl 
I like all your stuff. And if you want to go, and I do production, so I'm like, did she you want to do some more? She was super dope, y'all, by uh, the way. How you, said she, what? you were super dope how you came up to me. I'm like, this girl, she's cool. So, she's cool. thanks. Yeah. I try. Because anytime I see like a, a young black woman and she's a designer, I feel like the odds and stuff like already against mm-hmm. her. So I like to be able to, you know, come and speak and talk about like a little bit what I do and how we can like, you know, help each other and like we're, build off one another. Like that's just like my thing. And yeah. if not, if anything, you, you make a new friend, someone who actually knows what it is, some of the things you go through like as an entrepreneur, yeah. as a designer, like someone you can lean on or talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, we have that. I feel like that has happens a lot. Like there are a lot of trials and tribulations, I think, just to entrepreneurship as a Facts. whole. And there's never anyone that can like help or advise you or you get designers that just don't want to help you at all. Like, yeah. You know, and I think that's, I think, I can't especially, stand it. <laughs> especially in the fashion world, everything's like a big yeah. Like, nobody wants to help. It's like, what is this it's for? So, we can all eat. Everybody has different, like, a you know, a different aesthetic. So what is what are, what are all the secrets? Yeah, I don't know what we're doing. I yeah. think I, uh, one of my girlfriends is a designer told me she had asked another designer, like, where she got, like, I think, like, her bands or something mm-hmm. like that made, like, her embroidery bands. And she legit didn't want to tell her. And I'm like, what's the yeah, big people deal? Are it's not weird. like you're going to say the same thing They're that you're weird. saying. I just want to know where you get your elastic embroidered at. Like, crabs what's in the a big barrel. deal? It's <laughs> like, the crabs in a barrel. I think that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to know because I just I saw some of your photo shoots and I thought mm-hmm. they were really dope. How do you come Ooh. up with like your photo shoot concepts and do you like prefer to use like black and ethnic models or you kind of switch it up? Like, what's, what's your thoughts? Well, how I come up with the concept, it's basically every every collection that I do is based off of an inspiration, right? So I just want to make sure that everything is cohesive from start to finish. So. Um, I basically use the same uh, inspiration and I put that into the photo shoot. So, for example, one of my uh, capsule collections, Paradise, I don't know if you saw that one. It was like the really bright, colorful one. I did. So that was based off like, you know, like a paradise type of inspiration. So I thought of like bright, vivid colors, like tropical, like beautiful plants and leaves, right? So that was the inspiration. So I'm like, okay, so my photo shoot, I want to see like a bright backdrop. I don't want it to be too much in the background because it's going to take away from the clothing. So I want like a bright backdrop. I want to see some greenery. So you have like the little plants here and there. So I just make, I try to just tie the the inspiration from the beginning Mm -hmm. and pull it into the shoot. That's dope. That's dope. And mm-hmm. how do you like select like your models? Do you go for a certain look or do you kind of switch do. it up? Okay. And I'm What's trying to step away. I notice all my girls are bald headed. I love the bald headed girls. Those <laughs> are wrong with that. My favorite. Like the girls with absolutely no hair and they just look edgy and different. I have yeah. I like I love edgy. That's my thing. And I like and I feel like you don't see that as much like in the fashion mm-hmm. industry. Like with uh are they mostly black women? Yeah. No. Well, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like have, a, but that's like that's that's you. You really get to put the attention like on their face and like mm-hmm. right here, opposed to like the hair we use and right. like the hair down your back and stuff like that. What you see a lot of models having. So I actually yeah. I love that. Like yeah. this is me, just like yeah. right here, and that's that's beauty. Like right. that's like full on beauty in my eyes. Yeah. What are your take on like some of like the industry's like model standards? <laughs> the industry model standards. Um, (laughs) well, you mean, I think I'm actually very happy to see that now there's more women of color Mm. models because before, you know, us growing up, there was like your two token models. Mm. It was like Tyra Banks and Naomi Campbell. Mm -hmm. So I'm really happy to see that now they're starting to find beauty and, and, you know, black women 
and trying to display that in the fashion industry. That's good. I see yeah. it. I see it go up and down, like trend wise. Like mm -hmm. you know, if a designer does like an ethnic or like tribal, like kind of like collection, then they'll use like more black models. Mm -hmm. And then once they don't do that collection anymore, it's back to like the regular norm, mm -hmm. which I don't like. I don't think the skin color should be like a trend. It should. That's what it seems like. Shouldn't. It, it kind of is sometimes. Like it's legit, like up and down. And I cannot stand that. But that's why. Did you read that black in fashion article? It was. It was long it was really really long it was a good like 10 pages <laughs> it was really long you should Shoot that you should read it i'll, I'll yeah. send you the link yeah but like in day they were talking it was like a lot of different african-americans that are in the fashion industry and they were discussing like some of the things that they went through or have seen the things that you'll never know about like all behind the scenes stuff like i want to know that tea yeah that, that's and it's, gonna be and it's good some tea, tea. <laughs> like it's little excerpts from all these different people and they're telling things like stuff that people have even said and, and you'd be like so they didn't the, name names for everybody, but but they, I'm sure because it gets I was like, real really? nasty. It gets the, catty. the it gets catty, and in the fashion industry, it could just get really like ugh, like yeah. real ugly. It's yeah, very, I think Andre Leon Talley said he like the fashion industry doesn't take care of their people. They like, don't. They definitely don't take I'm care of us. I'm not gonna say <laughs> like no. never take care of us, which is interesting. Yeah. So where do you, you did you maybe you already answered this question? Where do you pull inspiration from? Anywhere, mm. literally. Um, so, for example, one of the collections I did, it's uh, called Unusual. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. You saw the black and white, and it's like, you know, the structured-looking thing. One piece is up here, one piece is down there. But anyway, you'll check it out. Yeah, it's check on it. my website mm -hmm. under the, the lookbook tab, and it's called Unusual. And that one was based off of um, one time when I went to the Guggenheim Museum here in New York. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was so young. And I never forgot it. So literally, I'll take it from something that really like hit me, inspired me. If I thought it was super dope, it doesn't matter if it's like, I don't know, like colors or the fall or a season, anything. I literally will take it. If it plants a feeling in me, then I'll spin it and I'll figure out how to translate that into clothing. Gotcha. What inspires you to like keep going? Like especially with like if things, Ooh, I know child. for us things don't <laughs> always move the way we want them to move, I guess, in entrepreneurship and you feel Gosh. like there are a lot of odds are against you. Like what is it that just like keeps you like grounded and makes you move forward? To be honest, like I struggle with it every day. Mm -hmm. Every day. There's time, you don't know how many times I'm like, that's it. I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore. Like for real, for mm -hmm. real, for real. And then, like, two days later, I'm like, all right, I'm going to just finish this out real quick. I think it's literally if you have a passion for something, if you really, really love it, it, it won't leave you. Like, you can run from it as many times as you want. But if you really love something, it won't leave you. Gotcha. Do you do, because I know you said made to order, but do you ever do custom? Like, yeah. Okay. Well, I used to, but I realized, like, it's not something I really love to do. Like, somebody, like, people would be like, can you make this for me, blah, 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 and I would do it. But then I'm like, I don't want to do it because I'm not passionate about what they want me to do. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's, like, the artisty. It doesn't keep you motivated. Yeah, it doesn't keep me motivated. I'm like, I don't really feel like doing this right now, to be honest with you. Yeah, but. I've had that. <laughs> multiple times yeah you're just like, yeah because oh, i, I like used to it. but i think for me when i did it it was of course for the money like i moved to new york and i was trying to like make sure i paid my bills and like my nine mm -hmm. to five was okay but it wasn't cutting it um and i did a lot of custom stuff but i feel like it also takes the creativity away from you it, like that for sure and 
I mean, ultimately, you, you, you're copying. Like, oh, can you make this for me? And it's either a star or another designer that they can't afford. Or exactly. Some, or some bullshit like that. Yeah. <laughs> but I found myself, I was a, I had like a prom season time where mm. I just had so many dresses. And I think maybe two out of the... 16 girls I had actually was just like, I just want you to design it and gave That's me like dope. complete creative control. But like two out of That's 16, dope. I make it 14 dresses that you saw on a celebrity mm-hmm. or you saw on someone else's page. You're asking me to recreate. Right. And then what happens? Either they don't have a body type for it and mm. then it don't come out the right way. <laughs> right. <Baby. laughs> Like, for real. There's been times where they'll be like, can you make this for me, girlfriend? It's not for you. (laughs) But you don't want to offend people. You know what I'm saying? Like, so... It's a tough thing. So that's why I decided, I'm like, no, you got to pick a side. Like, yeah. either you're doing it's a custom hard. thing or you're going to stick to your brand. And I was like, I got to stick to my brand because yeah, this is to. what I'm true to. And especially as an artist, like, you can't just be all over the place, yeah. flip-flopping. That's what I, totally, that's exactly what I was doing. I was, like, all over the place. Yeah. And I had, I even, I have a contract, like, for, like, custom or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I would have in there, in the contract, like, like trust me as a designer, like, knowing what fabrics look well on your body, knowing yes. what it looks good on your body type and they assigned the contract and still just and don't read mail it. and void and I'm just like remember what I said like trust right. me if I tell you this how it doesn't need to be tighter do you want to sit down and pop out of it right like, like no you? tighter sis you about to bust right <laughs> like are you wearing and even if it was when I'm gonna wear my spank I don't care, care. when you sit down it's gonna pop open like don't and no. we also know like what's best for you mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Right. And your name is on it also. Absolutely. So it's like gotta be mindful. I had one that was things. terrible and the girl asked me why I didn't post her on my Instagram. Child. And I was just like, did you send me a picture? <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I was just like, um, I don't think you ever sent me a picture of you in the game. But then she told me, she said like way after proms, not way after proms, but like after I had was pretty much done mm-hmm. uploading prom looks. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not really up. And then she sent me a picture right after I said that. Oh, and I was like, well, I'm God. not really uploading anymore. You're terrible. But I mean, that and was it a good looked save. bad. She was like, she was like good to something. They had the nerve oh, to have on orange spandex. And I was like, I can't believe you made it. And that's how I knew. Girl, now you know this is not damn for you. well you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. You shouldn't have done that. But I was just trying to be a people yeah. pleaser. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yes, yes, yes. I can do it. I can make it work when it's like, sis, this don't this work. Ain't it. This ain't yeah. it. This is not for you. <laughs> but I feel like we all have to go through that. You have to yeah. figure out what it is that you're willing to do and what it is that you're willing like, not to do. Mm-hmm. So it's a part of the process, I guess, yeah. of becoming... A designer too. Yeah, that it drove me crazy. I quit. I just, I just like, oh yeah, I'm done, and like I'm trying to like redo everything and like just do collection only, and I'll do mm-hmm. like made to order. But that custom thing is like completely out the window for me. Like I yeah, won't no. do it. Don't ask me. Like I'm good, so it's like, and I don't want to copy. I, I don't want to copy. Yeah. I don't like. I don't want to copy things and then they not be right. I even had a girl like try to sue me before. Like try to whole take me on Judge Judy girl, and I was just no. like. She had already wore the dress, posted pictures in the dress, did three fittings with the girl, and she didn't know where I lived because I did like own location services. Sent it to my job. Girl must have looked me up on LinkedIn or something and found out where I worked nine to five. Paperwork came to my job. I'm like, that this is over. Oh my god, this is over. No, yeah, this yeah, bitch yeah, yeah. tried it. Like, <laughs> that's how I was because I was so upset because I'm like, really? And you signed a contract, you know, and I had Thanks. all of our documentation, like from our taxes to our emails to the pictures of you loving it on IG. And now all of a sudden, it was this she wasn't right. And this coins was, back, y'all. She wanted them coins. Bad girl. <laughs> Bad girl. But 
Yeah. And I guess that it's the, that's what you had to go through in order to figure out what you do and don't want. Yeah. Um, what challenges you feel like you have faced, like being like an African American designer? To be honest, maybe because I haven't been in the game too long, mm-hmm. I don't. F- I haven't personally noticed any challenges, like particularly just to being African American. Mm-hmm. So I can't really like speak on that but something that I don't like Mm -hmm. is I think there's like a statistic I saw like there's only one percent of African-Americans that make up department store like fashion and brands that's terrible one percent one percent wow do you hear me one (laughs) percent make sure you emphasize those vocals do one percent hear me (laughs) like one percent and that irks me so and that means obviously like I'm a part of that. So that's a problem. That's a major problem. Um, Mm -hmm. And it saddens me. And I really want to know why. Like, what's really going on? Right. Do you feel like it's us or you feel like it's the industry? Like, maybe we're not doing the work? I think it's both. I think we're doing the work sometimes. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say that out loud. You can say it. Girl, you got to be free. (laughs) (laughs) You can say say it. (laughs) This is all opinion. This is, this. keep it real over here. Sometimes I think it's just. I don't know, maybe a lack of consistency. Maybe people don't want to work. Facts. You know, with us. Um, I don't know. But I think it's just a pot of things. Like, there's a couple of reasons, and I'm trying to figure out what it is. Yeah, I can say one that I know for sure is that we sometimes get stuck into, like, either, like, our, our immediate community. Like, the people that we yes. went to high school with, the people we went mm-hmm. to college with, our friends and friends of friends. And we end up having, or when I have it, we end up appealing to just those type of people. Right. You know, where as a designer, you know, I, I get it. You definitely got to pick your target market and know who it is you're addressing. But if you want, like, that type of, like, I want to be in a department store, department stores are for everybody. So exactly. you got to know exactly what to design and stuff like that in order to, like, put right. it in there. Because you don't, you can't just cater to African-American women. Mm-hmm. As a, it, that's your thing. That's your thing. But you can't complain, you right? Know, and then that's a smaller market too. Exactly. So, like you said, it has to be able to fit for everybody. Mm-hmm. So that's a big like, issue. I definitely think that's a challenge. And yes, yeah, just like stepping outside of your comfort zone. Like we all, what I found since I've I've only been in New York for five years, but I've done like a lot of fashion shows. Every fashion show I've ever done has always been African American designers. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's always been in like Brooklyn. That's it. Which is like a yeah. African American community. And I realized that I was like, hmm. Maybe I need to take a step back. And I also worked with a designer. Um, I had like a nine to five with her. And she even was telling me, she's like, I think you're dope. You know, and I mm-hmm. think you have some great designs, but you're only appealing to one market. Right. You have to open yourself. She's like, you got to be a global citizen. Like, right. you got you to gotta, you gotta put yourself in uncomfortable situations. And she told me that's what she did. She was, I mean, granted, she was a white girl. She was Polish, but she's like, I'm from the bottom of the bottom. Mm-hmm. I had to go up on like the Upper East Side and go into restaurants and bars and like start talking to people and talking myself up and giving up cards. Like I had to put myself in situations that I thought that I didn't deserve to be in in order That's to do stuff. That's smart. I didn't I think was just, about I that. never thought about that either until she said that to me and I was just like, interesting. She's like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta put right. yourself in places where you think you might be uncomfortable because you never know who's gonna love your craft. Or also getting like, the help from the, I call it the other side, you know, like with the creatives, then you have like your marketing team, like people who Facts. do that, like they're able to dig into things that we're not because our mind's so like focused on being creative. Right. So also I think it's important just to get help from other people who are able to like get you out there too. Facts. You know, it's good can't to have do it on our own all the time. Yeah, <laughs> you can't do it by yourself, and it's good to have a mentor. Which, like I said, I think that it's hard to get mm-hmm. a mentor because everyone's yes. like all like wrapped up in like their own, which is right. very difficult. 
which is why I'm trying to start like the whole mentorship. I want to get them young too. To That's you, what I'm trying to do. I'm hoping that that'll help. And it's not, it's just, I think that just by throwing out a hand, that's all I want to do. Right. Like, I feel like that's my purpose is to be like, awesome. let me, let me help you up. Super like in any awesome. way possible, like it doesn't matter. Like, let me just help you in any way. And that's yeah. kind of like what I go for. Yes. Yeah, so, so you are school educated, so you're not self-taught. What are your views on like the differences between these type of designers? Like, are you able, like, what do you feel are the differences between like a self-taught designer and a designer that went to school? I feel like there's, like, good and bad to both. Because mm -hmm. I feel like with self-designers, like, you don't really get to learn, like, the full scale from A to Z. Like, mm -hmm. how do I explain it? Like, you, or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But it seems like maybe they're missing certain pieces, like how to come up with inspiration or how to put together a full collection cohesively right. without just putting stuff that's all over the place and not making sense. Right. You know what I mean? Um Whereas I think that with people who are um, educated, sometimes, well, with me, I notice I'm always like, not in a box, but I'm like, it has to be like this. I have to go step one, two, three, four, five. And I feel like it kind of kills my, um, my creative flow. And I feel like people who haven't gone to school, they just kind of like just go with. roll with things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I like that, if that makes sense. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Keeps the creativity open. Yeah. So... I think there's definitely a pros and cons to both, oh. but I'm really happy that I went to school because I learned a lot of things mm -hmm. that I feel like I wouldn't have learned. Like, even if I tried to figure it out on my own, I feel like I wouldn't have learned as much. Gotcha. Yeah, I yeah. uh, talked to different designers who said that they, they felt like art school blocked them, like, creatively yeah. and they weren't able to, like, really, like, showcase, like, their true talent, true creativity without it. But for me... I don't know. I'm big on education, mm -hmm. just me as a whole. And I feel like I get if something blocks you creatively. I'm not saying go get a degree or anything like that, but learn your craft. Facts. So, like, for me, like, when you're a self-taught, I can tell. No, you can tell. I can, like, I can you tell. You can look and be like that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's crazy that yeah. you can look at it. And I wouldn't mm -hmm. want anyone to look at my stuff like that. I can look at a self-taught designer and I'm like, yeah, she don't know. I can tell from your mm -hmm. construction that you don't know how to make yeah, a pattern. Yeah, because construction don't know how to is everything. Like, I can, and you can tell. And I was just yeah. like, ugh. And, I mean, I, I get it. College is not for everybody. But mm -hmm. even if you took, like, a sewing class somewhere or if you took, like, a pattern-making class somewhere, it's just, like, why not want to learn your craft? But I think... Like, I, I don't know like, why. But, yeah, like, I feel like some people are like, I mean, I already know how to sew. But there's, like... Ten, <laughs> no, you don't. So, you might know how to, like, throw it in the machine. But, you know, like you said, learn to perfect your craft. Like, yeah. There's so many different ways and techniques and things to like really get it popping. Exactly. And you could tell the difference. You could sure. Cause I and I think and I think it's just learn the basics for me. Like you mm -hmm. ain't got you don't have to, you know, do pattern making one, pattern making two, construction mm -hmm. one, construction two. But like if you just learn like the basis of it, I think it'll make you a better designer. And mm -hmm. I mean you learn anatomy of a woman, which could also make you yeah. a better designer, like knowing how things flow. And then when you and I just feel like I feel like every designer needs to know how to pattern. Like if they don't know how to do it to the extreme, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But you should know the basics of pattern making and you'd be surprised how many designers do not know how to pattern make. And I was just think I think it's weird. I'm like, how do you do I think it's very strange. I think it's strange. Like it's very strange. It is strange. But then again, we're also in a world where there's people who don't I don't kill me, but I think Michael Kors, he don't from what I know, mm -hmm. he doesn't know how to sew. There's plenty I of, doubt that. Yeah, there's he ain't that plenty innovative. Of, like <laughs> 
<laughs> There's plenty of designers who are out here who don't know any of that stuff, but because they're blessed with the finances, they're just like, here, I can hire a whole bunch of people to do X, Y, and Z, but don't really know. How they're just selling their name. The top from the bottom, yeah. They're selling their name. Yeah. I, yeah, I wouldn't doubt that he, that he would. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I don't like Michael Kors. Like, mm. I don't like nothing about Michael Kors at all, but he's not innovative to me, nothing. Like, I don't like him at all. But there are people out here who just like, they love it. Yeah, they and love like, them they, some Michael. They love them tea. some Michael. And I'm like, well, just give me, just show me one piece. He has one piece to challenge. Huh? He has some pretty good clothes, like a little like I throw ain't seen ons. See, and I'm the one with the <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that some shit? <laughs> like, That's me. my mama, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, yeah, he got a couple of good things, but some things, you know, it got oversaturated. I think I seen a poncho one time, and I was like, "Ooh!" But then I never saw nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> but then again, I don't always keep up like with the other designers as much as I guess I should. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. <laughs> so, where do you find like balance? Like, you know, you Lord work a nine Jesus. to five, you know, to put the, you know, put the funds back and like into your business. Like, but how do you like balance out the two? Hmm. How do you stay motivated? Too? <laughs> like, how do I find the time? Yeah. How do you find the time? Girl. When I get, find myself in those ruts where I'm like, I'm just tired. I don't want to do anything. I'm really big on planning. Mm-hmm. where I used to be like terrible. But I learned if you're going to be an entrepreneur, if you're going to have your own business and work, you have to be a master of time management. Absolutely. You have to literally map out from the second you wake up to the second you go to sleep. Girl, this I actually got my plan to sit in right yeah. in front of me. When I tell you, I have to cross. I, have, I put it like in three places. Like I put it in the weekly part. Then I put it in like the monthly part. in the monthly part. I got alarms yes. that go off on my Girl. phone. Oh, and then you gotta be you gotta remember to like live your personal life too. Exactly. So I, I put lot. my personal life inside of here. I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna go out on a date this day, and mm-hmm. then this day I'm gonna go do brunch with my friends. But mm-hmm. I live I'm the same way, like I have to scratch it off and do it because it's it's very challenging. Yeah, and if you don't, you'll literally fall behind on so many things. You'll mm-hmm. be like, Oh crap, I was supposed to do this. Oh crap, I was supposed to and next thing you know, like you didn't accomplish nothing all month. So um, that's really how I stay up is just planning. And I'm also very kind of critical. It's like a gift and a curse Mm -hmm. that I have. So it's like if I tell myself I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Right. But if I don't, it'll like haunt me for life and I'll be beating myself up. So Mm -hmm. um, that's what keeps me motivated is like, Jessica, you said it. So now you have to do it. Right. That's yeah. just my, yeah. I think what keeps me motivated is, like, I'm not going back to Chicago. Like, that's, like, my motivation. Yes. Like, I came to New York, and I'm here to stay, and I'm going to do whatever I got to do to, like, because there was a time where I'm like, uh, this shit is hard. I got to get up out of here. Girl, you came <laughs> to New York. I'm like, whoever came to New York, I'm like, kudos to them. Yeah, it was, and I think, um, and that's, like, like, a piece of advice, like, I like to give, like, I feel like you definitely need to work for somebody else when you get mm-hmm. here. Like, cause like moving from another state and like trying to be an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. like I think it would have been okay if I would have stayed in New York. Cause that's what, I mean, sorry, when I stayed in Chicago, cause I would have um, just kept my business going. I had done pretty well, you know, mm-hmm. but then when I decided, I'm like, I just felt like I'm so limited here. Like yeah. I want more resources. And I want to move. I think I was a little over ambitious because I got here I opened up a studio in Williamsburg. I completely furnished it out, like paid for all the rent and Girl, stuff like that in six off. months. But I didn't have no clients here. Good so night. it's just like, get them right. So it's like, that's what I mean, like overly ambitious. Cause I was just like, and then I didn't, 
don't know what the hell I was thinking, to be completely honest. But I had gotten an apartment like really in a rush because I was like get, trying to get. I was came here to get my master's in fashion mm-hmm. management and merchandising, so I only had like a week and a half to find an apartment. Mm-hmm. So I found an apartment. It was perfect, but I didn't have room for shit. My Girl. sewing. I didn't have room for my sewing machine. I didn't have room for my powder maker tape. I didn't have room to do any work in the Are apartment. Are you an Aries by any chance? I'm a Capricorn. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say we tend to do crazy stuff. Yeah, like and that. I opened, I and then I had an investor too. Spent all the money, Girl, still ain't paid back out. the investor yet. And it's been like five years, so I was just like, well, he I, he owned five percent. Good thing he's like he's my best friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> but well, he's not tripping you. off me. But he owns five percent of my company, so when I do make some money, he'll get paid. Mm-hmm. But he ain't got paid now. This time yeah, I'm like, I work. You are. He's a. Well, he's like a shareholder. So technically, mm-hmm. you don't get money. That's an investment risk. So you technically yeah. don't get no money until I make some. Oh, uh, so, good best friend. He ain't never said anything to me mm-hmm. about it. So I hope he don't listen to this podcast and get reminded. Like, damn, you definitely like, owe me really? money. Sis, I do remember that. You're right. Yeah, he like, I'm pretty sure he forgot about it. But now, I just hope he don't listen to this podcast and be like, you definitely owe me he's some gonna listen. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to listen. He's but gonna like, listen. when I tell you, when I full-fledged with it, like hooked up this space, and then found myself location was in Williamsburg I lived in Crown Heights oh my god I didn't have a card in so did even you have getting money there tucked away huh? when you came did you have like a money I didn't have no away? damn money this oh is what I'm telling god. you like I over, like super overly ambitious you for no all reason the way out. <laughs> yes you I did all the way out and I wasted his money I wasted my time I barely even went to the studio opened up the whole studio and barely even went over there because by the time I got off work, I was tired. By the time I was done with classes, I was tired. It wasn't around the corner. I would have to take the L train to the J train to get there. And I'm just like, and I had to walk like six blocks. It was just stupid. But you know, we all make those mistakes because I've had my share. Mm -hmm. Like I spent, and that's another thing. I don't know if it's just fashion, but I think it's entrepreneurial. You know, we we get a little excited about our goals and dreams, and we're like, I'm going to risk it all. And we spend up all the money, and we're like, crap, I could have did this, this, X, Y, Z. But, I mean, it's a learning process. Yeah. We I don't want nobody to do that. So I'm like, uh, don't be open. Don't spend all vision. your money. Don't spend all your money. Don't go open up a studio. Work out of your house Facts. as long as you can. Work out of your home. Even if it's on your, your kitchen flow. Right. <laughs> I've done that. Uh, I've cut patterns out right next to the stove. Like, hello. Just lay this out. I've you used my island as a pattern making table. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do until exactly. you can get it. And I wish that somebody had told me that, like, you need to stay in your home as much as possible mm-hmm. to get it done because I wasted how much money I'm paying rent there but good thing my lease was only for six months but had it been okay. a year at least I would have really been done still up. six months six money. months yeah it was they could have been in my pocket money. expensive yeah girl it was a mess so but yeah it's all a learning uh yeah so what piece of advice would you give like to like a new upcoming designer someone I would say kind of shut out of high school what would you give that a girl Gosh. that's like 17 18 trying to pursue because hmm. it'll be different from a girl coming out of college. <laughs> coming out of high school, going into college? Maybe. Or maybe not. Or maybe not. I would say, wants to be a designer. going back, wants to be a designer, I would definitely say learn as much as you possibly can from those who already been through it. Facts. Um, be open-minded. Because something that I did, I remember my professor was like, no, go work for people. I was like, no, I got this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was saying. I don't want to work for nobody. But go, thinking back, I'm like, oh, my God, why did I do that? I could have learned so, so much, you know. But, yeah, so I would say be open-minded, work for somebody, learn what the business world is like. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, don't give up, for real. 
And I still have to listen to myself on that one. I know what you mean. <laughs> don't give up. Yeah. And what advice would you give a girl that's coming out of college? The same exact thing. Same exact. <laughs> Work for somebody. For real. Facts. Work for somebody. Um, yeah, I would say the exact same thing. Work so for somebody. Both, yeah. Yeah, I think that. And it's intern as much as you possibly can. Yes. I only did one, and I feel like if I were to maybe do, like, two, three, or four, like, it opens up the avenue. Like, you're able to see what it is that you really, really like doing, because mm -hmm. you might think that you want to do, like, women's clothing, but later on, you're like, oh, I wish I would have did, like, men's and suits or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, I would say, like, intern, get to learn different avenues of design. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I did I only did one internship too and I found that with only doing like that one internship it was a little bit harder for me to like really like get in the industry because mm -hmm. I didn't have as much experience but I mean don't intern but don't overly intern because yeah. that's a lot of like a yo free time and if you is mm -hmm. intern make sure they have some type of stipend or something like that because I just felt like working for free for on and on and on and on it's like it's not realistic like everybody don't live with their parents like yeah. you know it's not realistic for you to intern 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 and you getting, I know for a fact because I've hired interns and stuff like that too. Like, you guys, we do give them like the bottom of the barrel work. Like, we do. Yeah. Like, so they are, hopefully, they're learning something too. Mm -hmm. And that for me, I always would have them write down their goals mm -hmm. of what they wanted to learn with the mm -hmm. internship. And I always ask that during the interview, like, what are you hoping to learn from this position so that I can make sure if I'm going to bring you on that you're actually getting the skills yeah. that you need. But some of them don't care. Like, they might just be paper pushers. Like, okay, just put this up here, do this here. So, yeah. really, like I encourage like girls when they're going into internship interviews it's okay for you to ask like what are you going to offer me as an intern Facts. because you need to know that like I know yeah. you're trying to sell yourself but you like they're looking for great candidates too but you also need to make sure that you're actually getting something from the experience right. like what are you going to give me as an intern like what can I expect to learn while I'm here which right. I feel like is a question that's not always asked ask. I always ask them I think it's because when you are an intern you're so like excited nervous. and you, you're nervous you're so excited you're like I want it so bad I want it so bad I don't care as long as I'm in there. But you want to make sure that you're getting something out of it. Absolutely. You know, you don't want to waste all your time with somebody who's just going to give you, like, willy-nilly stuff that, you know, you could have been getting good information from another place. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with you as far as, like, trying out different things. I tried out quite a few different things. I didn't intern, though. Like, I got a job in, like, mm -hmm. different areas. I get merchandise and then product development mm -hmm. and production. And, I, girl, I did socks, <laughs> like, hosiery. <laughs> I did outerwear. Um, mm -hmm. I did sweaters. How was outerwear? I love, that's why, that's my, me, like, redoing and relaunching my bread. I'm only doing outerwear and handbags. So, Bomb. the new Collier Patine is all about uh, jackets, jumpsuits, and jammers. Bomb. Jammers is I call them back. I call them my that, bags jammers, but that's it. Because outerwear, huh? Is that like a Chicago thing? No, that's just me. Oh, that's I'm something like, I came up jammer? with. Because I wanted the J's to hit. Because I wanted that to like kind of like be the tagline, like jackets, like jumpsuits, that. jammers. jammers. Yeah. That's so dope. it'll be handbags. You heard it here bag. first, y'all. Yeah, you, <laughs> <laughs> you definitely have. And I with outerwear, I just think that that's something that people spend money on. And I really want to make my brand sustainable. So I really only want to use natural fibers. So mm. I'm only going to use like wools and fur. I know mm. I know people don't love fur, but I don't care. I'm making fur coats. Right. I'm making it fur vests. what it is. Like, like it is. I'm not making no faux fur. I'm making fur. Okay. And I like fur. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it keeps you warm. I it get does. it. I'm not trying to do the animal cruelty thing, but unless mm. you are vegan, 
don't talk to me about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't I want to hear it. And, like, with leathers and stuff like that, I just want to make, like, staple pieces that people mm. are going to have for a long time. Yeah. That's what I want to make. And I want people to feel luxurious in it, too. Yeah. And, you know, if you're going to spend an amount of money for a fur or leather, you're going to wear it often. Like, your Back. jackets and your bags, you're going to wear them. Yeah. Like, so that's, like, the thing. But. Dopeness. I wish I did that, too. I Like... Actually, as of recent, I'm like, man, I think that would have been really cool if I was like a chick doing like outerwear or luxury suits for dudes. How dope would that be? Why not? Super Brand bomb. Brand extension. Jesse Kristen for men. Why not? Baby. Why can't? I'm like, why not? No, yeah, it's definitely been a thought. Mm-hmm. It really, really has. I worked so. for a man's tailoring company, too, like, randomly. It didn't last long. It lasted, like, two months, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you I don't like, like this. It, it wasn't good? <laughs> I mean, it was, uh, I didn't like the people that I worked for. I didn't um, mind, um, and it, it just wasn't enough money for living in New York City. Mm-hmm. I think those were the two deciding factors was the money and the people, but the tailoring itself, I'm pretty good at, because my first job here was at an alteration tailoring company. I was a floor manager, and I managed the floor, so mm-hmm. I liked that, and then when I moved away from there, and we were doing, like, full custom suits, I enjoyed it, um, and I also took took some of like those men's wear skills like into mm-hmm. like some of the way I like the way I make jackets and design jackets as well. So quick question. Yeah. Do you feel like switching over? Because you know it's two different construction type of things, right? Mm-hmm. Going from wo- women to men. Do you feel like you have to somebody should re-educate themselves? Like go yes. right back. Uh see, no. Yeah, I think I uh, when I say no re-educate, I, I mean book wise. Oh, okay. I'm a big I'm a big book person. I have like okay. a shelf full of stuff. So you could get you a men's tailoring book. So mm-hmm. that way you don't and it's and they're so visual within the book that you really don't have to have somebody teach you hands on. Mm-hmm. Like you legit look at something like, Oh, I know exactly what they're yeah. saying to do. So that way, yeah. So okay. anytime I switch to something, I get spruced up in that skill. Like when I started doing like lingerie and like swimwear, I went and got a lingerie and swimwear book. And I started mm-hmm. looking at some of their finishes. I'm like, Oh shit, that makes sense. Like yeah. this makes sense. And when you look at it, it'll come to you, mm-hmm. you know, without out. I'm going to holla at you for <laughs> at you. So where can everyone find you, Jesse? You guys can find me on Instagram, Jesse underscore Kristen. And what else? My website, jessiekristen.com. Yeah. Right. And this will all be in the show notes as well. Y'all can put in her social media handles and her website as well so you can check her out and her new collection. What's the name of your new collection? My latest one. What was that? Was Paradise. Paradise. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gotcha. And it's spring 19th? Yes. Like SS19? Yep. So get in now. Get your orders in. Check, get your check, pre-orders check in. Check it out, baby. All right. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Please leave us comments, ratings, feedback, share the podcast, and holla over and out. You guys can keep up with me via all social media channels. My handle is Lenise Collier. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, you name it. You can also check out my brand um, on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram under Collier Bettine. Uh, Please feel free to send me messages, write comments, give me your feedback. I would love to hear from you guys. And once again, thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Have a good one. What you looking at? My skin is black. What you looking at? My skin is black. What you looking at? My skin.